joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every... Okay, this is not a Christmas special, everybody. Forget that. Let's get right to business. Welcome back to Axstar, the podcast. Actually, at this point, you guys should be the one welcoming me back. Welcoming me back because uh, I've been on a long journey, man. How long has it been? I mean... Oh wow look my life has been really really busy and i'm going to explain that as we go further into this axta the podcast special joy to the world episode the christmas special that title makes absolutely no sense but i have chosen it and we will run with it let's go to the table everybody i see a meal being served i will meet you there Ah, such a happy, happy feeling. Ah, not because um, yesterday was Christmas or anything, but I know the season is so joyous. A lot of good things have been happening, and guess what? Axta is back. Welcome back, everybody, to Axta the podcast. It's been quite a while. In the last episode, I said that I would try my best to make these things more regular, more weekly, and then I failed woefully. But please do not hold it against your humble host. I have been busy, terribly busy, from school to school to presentations, back to school, over to a retreat that I spent the last few days in. My life has been a roller coaster in the past few weeks. Although I know that that is not that is not an excuse for abandoning something so precious and important to the people of the world and the body of Christ. It's no excuse. But please, I beg of you, forgive me. I have returned. Axta is here once again. All right, people. Well, I Merry Christmas first of all and i wish you a happy new year in advance wherever you are in the world listening to this because of the season the reason for the season being jesus christ as we celebrate the coming of our lord i hope and i wish you peace success in all your endeavors that you do in his name in this season amen so today's episode is just going to be a re was i about to say recap recap of what well a welcome back episode revamping and preparing for a new season of recordings that we are going to be doing here on Axta the podcast first of all number one i'm going to be trying my hardest to keep these regular now i've said this before but now i am making a commitment before the lord and before my listeners i will do my best good better best i will never rest until my good is better and my better is after the podcast best i'm going all out the lord helping me these will come out every week sunday nights monday mornings that's just how it's gonna be i pray to god that's how it's going to be father lord help me again i'm going to be bringing on guests 
for the first time ever at the other welcome back episode for this new season i said i was going to be bringing on guests but then that didn't play out at the time up until this point i've talked to a few people who have agreed to come on with me but then eh, one or two things it's going to be now they're going to be coming on hopefully by the next episode or the next two episodes we're going to have a few guests possibly in jesus name amen but that is the intention and the lord will help us fulfill it as long as we ask him and we have been asking him seeing what he will do and how he will let it be done for today what are we going to be talking about well this is it's the christmas season the festive season holidays for christians and non-christians alike celebrating the coming of our lord now a lot of people are not celebrating that on this holiday but that indeed is what the holiday is intended for even though its origins may be shrouded in a lot of mystery and not so christian events but i'm not going to go into that i'm not going to start spitting my theological beliefs onto anybody even though technically 25th of december was a pagan holiday for the romans and it was christianized to be used to celebrate the coming of our lord but let's focus on the positive we celebrate the birth of jesus today and to commemorate that i will be recording this episode as a special christmas episode why did jesus come how do you celebrate his coming how do you live for him continually the knowledge that he came for you died for you and will come again there should be a, i can imagine with with if jesus comes again will we change the date of christmas to commemorate the second coming though it's a, it's a funny thought that just came to me would, would, would that be a thing but um oh well we will find out in due season maybe maybe not uh but today we're just going to be discussing the coming of jesus christ as we celebrate it what his coming has meant for us why he came and how to live for him until he comes again that being said i'm going to be reading a small text from the book of isaiah chapter 61 verse 1 and it says the spirit of the lord god is upon me because the lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and freedom to prisoners verse 2 to proclaim the favorable year of the lord and the day of vengeance of our god to comfort all who mourn to grant those who mourn in zion giving them a garland instead of ashes the oil of gladness instead of mourning the mantle of praise instead of a spirit of fainting so they will be called oaks of righteousness the planting of the lord that he may be glorified brethren listeners all over the world that is the mantra for christmas that is why the lord came to us the scripture says that the spirit of the lord is upon him you know remember when jesus opened the scroll at the synagogue and read this out and said that today this scripture is fulfilled jesus was the fulfillment of isaiah as isaiah's forgive me of isaiah's prophecy that the lord would come and bring good news to the afflicted bind up the brokenhearted proclaim liberty to captives and freedom to prisoners the lord came to bring freedom 
to man and release him from the bondage of sin now jesus jesus christ's coming was very significant in history so significant that you know it's basically a dividing point in our historical um accounts wherever you are you have two sets of ages and the age before the coming of christ and the age after the coming of christ it's that significant we have a whole holiday commemorating the birth of our lord if he's not your lord yet you should probably consider changing your mind about that and i'll show you why in a second now the lord came to us like i said to bring freedom to man freedom from what bondage whenever you had been set free it means you were bound you are to be free from bondage but bondage to what when man fell adam eve in the garden sin and death came into the world remember sin and death bible says that the lord told them that in the day they ate of the fruit of the, of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil they would surely die they brought death in two operations on the earth when they fell man what is death exactly death is according to scripture death is the working of the evil one disconnection from the lord the lord is life in him is life and that life is the light of men but with that without the lord disconnection from the lord brings what dark and darkness and death there is no light anymore because we have no connection to the life and what we now have is death no death is not just about things you know losing their physical lives and then dying it's more of like a system that our world is operating on decay corruption all kinds of things the working of death brings into existence a lot of horrible things you see greed in the world dishonesty lack of integrity even you see the fact that food even loses its shelf life it begins to rot that's the operation of death of death in the world animals hunt animals they die men we die all kinds of things the working of sin and all its elements people hating each other these are all the workings of death and darkness and it is the natural order of man that's the natural order because we were all born into this system into sin and death disconnected from the lord the whole majority of the bible a lot of the old testament shows us trying a failed method really shows the people of israel the people of the earth trying failed methods trying to connect back to the lord things that could not you know show a complete path the law and the prophets the rites of purification forgive um atonement for sin all of these things so that we can be pure and walk in a method that leads to life walk in a path that leads to life you see the whole of the book of leviticus people and um, the lord gave them rights of purification laws that will sh- cleanse them and give them access to come before him because that if you read at the end of the book of exodus beginning of the book of leviticus the bible says that moses could not go into the tent of meeting he wasn't allowed access to where the lord dwelt 
So the whole of the book of Leviticus is showing you rights for the priests and the people to purify themselves, to be able to come before the Lord. What are they purifying themselves from? From death, darkness, things that signify death and darkness. You see, um, unclean things, blood spilling on um, dead things, blood spilt, the growth of moss on your wall. You know when um, fungi grows on the wall? That's also, according to the Bible, the working of death. It's unclean. It's unpure. It's form. It's a form of darkness. All these things were brought into the world by death and sin, decay, corruption. All a function of death and sin. And if the Israelites were in contact with these things, they were impure. It described them as impure, and they would have to purify themselves, cleanse themselves, in order to be able to stand before the presence of the Lord. At the end of the book of Leviticus, it showed that the rites, all those rites that they observed, gave Moses once again access to go into the tent of meeting before the lord it worked at least for a time many times the israelites would fall away and not follow those rights that the lord had given them the laws that he had given them and they would be further and further disconnected from him they forgot the lord and so he gave them over to a reprobate mind now what did jesus come to do how was he what was he in the midst of all this chaos of all this you know craziness all of this what was the solution that god proposed he sent the lord to come to us he was a significant he was to be a living sacrifice what was the sacrifice for atonement the sacrifice was for atonement for the sins of mankind for the workings of death among us and darkness jesus came the bible says that in the beginning was the word the word the logos jesus christ our lord the word he was a living word and the word was with god and the word was god he shed equivalency he was equal to god the father he was god in the beginning was the word the word was a god and the word was god and then the word became flesh in him was life and that life was the light of him of men by him all things were made without him nothing was made you know um john 1 verse 1 to 5 the word became flesh and he dwelt among men now jesus represented a symbol of hope restoring men unto the lord he was the one that the israelites were waiting for he would be their redeemer they would bring them freedom of course they had a very very poor conception of what the freedom was they thought he was going to come and free them from oppression to the romans meanwhile jesus came to free them from oppression to a much greater enemy death darkness sin that had been working among them that's why he came you see he came and when jesus was born it caused such a great celebration in the heavenlies even on the earth you can read it read it up the birth of jesus you read about you read about simon is this sorry simeon and anna and how they celebrated because they had been waiting on the lord the redeemer of israel and the earth when he was born it was a sign of hope they shouted they screamed and they blessed the lord because they were given the opportunity to see the redemption of israel come into the flesh to set them free they understood the lord had explained this to his father and mother mary and joseph they understood he was to be a king a king that would liberate and rule his people in justice 
Herod misunderstood this. He thought that this was going to be a king that would oppose his earthly throne. <laughs> but Jesus was here for bigger things. He was here for bigger things. His kingdom was not of this world. His kingdom is of the new world, of heaven. The kingdom of heaven. Now that kingdom will be established, is to be established on the earth. That's why he has to redeem people. He came to redeem people. Redeem them from darkness and death and sin. That was the significance. You read it once again. Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives and freedom to prisoners. The Lord came to proclaim freedom to everyone that had been bound, to heal the brokenhearted. All these are the workings of death on the earth. Death had ravaged and destroyed. There was chaos all over. People bound in bondage. Remember the story, the story of the woman that was caught in the act of adultery that was brought before the Lord Jesus so that he could judge her. The people wanted to stone her. And then the Lord said, he drew on the ground and he said that anyone who has not sinned, sorry, did I say sinned? Anyone who had not committed adultery among the men that were there should cast the first stone. He understood that, you see, these people were in the pit of iniquity. Darkness, death was working among them. The law, it was, it's called the law of sin and death. The law of sin and death. The flesh was in control. I remember that none of them could stone her because they were all victims, they were all guilty. The Lord understood that her situation was not her fault. It was the working of the environment she had found herself. All the men were adulterers. How could she not be? The law of sin and death was working in her members. But what did he do? He spoke to her. He said, where are you? Where are those who condemn you? Where are those who accuse you? And she looked at him and said, there are none remaining, Lord. And then he said, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. He gave her the authority to walk above the law of sin and death. At that point, if she chose to go back, if she chose to go back and commit adultery, she was completely in control on her own. She knew what she was doing. She understood what she was doing because now she had the choice. When the law of sin and death was working in her member, she didn't have the choice. She couldn't. How could she? She didn't have that power. The law of sin and death is too strong to overcome with your strength. But what did the Lord do? He came and he gave us grace, authority. That was the significance of his birth. A sign of hope to all mankind that, hey, death does not have to have power over us. He was spotless, sinless, pure. He increased in wisdom and stature, in favor with God and man. A pure child come to save the whole world. The devil tried to truncate his plans, brought temptations to cut short the plan of God for the whole earth. But God is wise. He knows what he is doing. He knew who he sent. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. See, forgive me, I'm throwing all my thoughts together. It's all coming to me at once. For to you it has been granted on behalf of Christ 
not only to believe in him but also to suffer for his sake um okay let's get back where was i the lord came and he said that as many as would believe on him he would give the authority to become the sons of god he came to restore men to sonship to bring them to sonship now many of us are not there yet most of us are not there yet we're still believing on him walking with him as disciples so that he can confer the same authority that he was given upon us but do you see that now we have that right he has given us the right we couldn't have the right before but now he came as a beacon of hope to set us free from the law of sin and death now you see sin is strong the devil is strong and he knows what he's doing he's wise he's an accuser of the brethren there was no way to overcome the law of sin and death by our own hands because what we know even what we do not know can stand in accusation against us you would think that hey i am righteous you see that's the danger of walking in righteousness by works you think that hey i am righteous but then you do not know that the things that you did in the past have consequences that begin to manifest even up till now and then they haven't been wiped away you know sin is like spiritual radioactivity it doesn't just go away because time has passed no it has to be cleared up and even the things that you did not do the consequences of the knowledge that you did not have for things that you did not do your inaction has just as grave consequences as your action things that you did not know and because you did not know you could not do you could not act on they could stand in judgment against you even if the judgment would be small it would still be there so what could you do how could you work for perfection before the lord that is the law of sin and death and how it was working in our members we could not be perfect before the lord no matter how hard we tried but then jesus came a high priest who is not unfamiliar with our infirmities he's familiar with our afflictions we have a high priest who stands as our advocate in heaven and he came as a savior and a beacon of hope to all of mankind so that's what the christmas season is about that's what it's supposed to be about anyway it's supposed to be commemorating that singular event the coming of the lord as a savior that's why he came first off to save you know we declare him as our lord and personal savior he came first as the savior you acknowledge him as savior then you acknowledge him as lord but i don't want to come into the aspect of him being lord yet i'm getting there he came as savior to save and redeem people and guess what eh? he's coming again at the end of this age to lead us into another age of a thousand years i'm not going to go into that doctrine right now but he's coming again and how do you prepare for his coming again he has redeemed you he has given you the opportunity to redeem all you have to do is come before him and say lord jesus i acknowledge that you came that you came and you died so that i may be free free me father I accept your sacrifice for my sake and I vow my life to you the prayer of a sinner acknowledging your wrongs and believing on Christ Jesus that he justifies you and gives you the right to become a son of God how do you prepare for his coming if we will endure with him we will also be glorified with him if we endure his sufferings we will reign with him if we embrace him as Lord read the book of 2nd Timothy 11 2 Timothy 11 
you talk about it talks about enduring the sufferings of christ so that we may reign with him preparing for the second coming when he will return because that's the truth here yeah? yeah he's he's going to come back he's going to return and when he does will he find faith upon the earth will he find men who are eagerly waiting saying come lord jesus and look the funny thing is that you see it's not just by saying come lord jesus how are you living in anticipation for him are you following him as a disciple a disciple follows him back to back as the lord moves you move you do everything to please him they that love him keep his commandments faithful followers of the lord jesus christ you see galatians 2 20 i have been crucified with christ we are baptized into his crucifixion now it is no longer i who live but christ who lives in me you see that is where he comes in as lord you are dead you're a dead man you are finished as far as this life is concerned what is left christ the lord over you your body and soul he takes control and he lives through you the old you is dead now the only you that exists is the one that exists in christ jesus you have been crucified with christ and it is no longer you who live but christ who lives in you and the life that you now live you live for him who loved you and gave himself for you he was given Ah, you can afford the price you became for us a living sacrifice to help us be wise oh, 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 oh. we won't believe the lies oh, oh the devil is telling us oh, oh only our god is wise Oh, 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 the devil lies. That's what he does. He deceives us and tries to steal us away. Whoever hears the words of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is those who was this is seed who was so oh I'm sorry I missed the song. That's Matthew 13 13 by the way. The evil one, what he wants to steal is that that has lain in his heart. He said to Peter, the devil seeks to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that was that your faith will not fail. That's what the devil wants to take from us. He doesn't want your money, he doesn't even want your life. What he wants is your faith. People think that the devil is after our success, after our life, doesn't want us to be glorious, doesn't want us to be succeed to succeed. The devil is after none of these things. What's he going to do with them? He's a spirit. What he wants is your faith. That's what he wants to steal. What the Lord has sown in your heart. You have to pay attention to it, guard it, because the devil wants to steal it. He lies, he tries to deceive us. Take the glorious mysteries that he has given to us away from us to downplay our faith but if you would only submit to him as lord be a disciple study the word follow him closely every day 
Live as if he will be back tomorrow and you will have to give account. The parable of the servants that their master went to a far country and gave them talents. Gave to one five, gave to the other two, gave to the other one and said, Occupy with this till I come. He had sown into them and they were to work with it until he returned. He has given us the gift of faith. The redemption from our sins. Talents. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to work with it, following him diligently to multiply that that, that he has put in your hand? Thirty-fold, sixty-fold, a hundredfold. Ah, uh, Everywhere around the world, we celebrate the coming of the Lord. Let us remember why He came to set the captives free, give them a new hope. Oh, let the river run, run, run. Let God's kingdom come, come, come. Let your will be done. Oh, set them free. Break the chains of Babylon, eh? Break the chains of Babylon, break them. Break the chains of Babylon, oh, set them free. Brethren, wherever you are, you celebrate the coming of the Lord today. Even if you're not celebrating it, celebrating something else. This might even be a season of iniquity for you. But the Lord is calling to remembrance to remember why he came what he came to do the hope that he brought and a call to repentance and seriousness to follow him anticipating his return the day should not catch you like a thief in the night not so to you brethren that you should not be aware and that day should catch you like a thief you can't be caught unawares if you were eagerly expecting and he's coming soon to prepare for his return. Hallelujah. Hmm. The Lord returns. He returns. Will he find faith upon the earth? so good to be back once again i'm going to be reiterating my promises okay i don't want to make any promises because what power do i have but my commitments anyway that i believe the lord will help me with i plan to make these regular once a week as podcasts should be i'm going to be bringing on guests once again i'm saying that hopefully within the next episode or the one after that but i really hope to bring on some wonderful people that are going to share with us I'm really, you know, break down. You know, sometimes we've been cooking. I've been cooking too much. You're used to my food. How about you? Get something new, you know? Pineapple on pizza. That kind of stuff. You love it. You hate it. But you will get it. All right. Thank you so much for being on this special episode. Merry Christmas, everybody. And I pray once again that the Lord, in this season that we celebrate his coming, will dwell, <clears throat> will dwell more continually with us as we continue to follow him. Or, as we come to him, that he may be our saviour and 
Lord. Amen. All right. This has been Axta. Merry Christmas. Looking forward to 2023. God bless you.